This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. How are you doing today, Michael Zuber with One Rental at a Time? And I'm with my good friend, Dion from Dion Talk. How are you doing, sir? Howdy, Mike. Ready for round three. I <laughs> love that. I love that. So, hey, one of the things that we, we get asked a lot about, you know, as we put out more and more data on YouTube, people are always asking us, what data do you consume, Right. Uh, so I thought we should wrap about that, talk about what data we consume on a daily or weekly basis, and um, you know, just see, see where that takes us. What do you think? Um, absolutely. I think it's a great topic to share. Yeah. So I guess I'll start. One of the things that I do daily, and I've been doing this for the better part of two decades, maybe two, even two and a half decades now, is my morning routine is get up, start the coffee machine, and basically read for at least an hour, usually about 75 minutes. Uh, usually my day starts with CNBC right? Starts on cnbc.com, obviously. Uh, I'm looking through the headlines. Uh, I, I, the headlines that I screen for are consumer-oriented. What's going on with CPI, PPI, housing, new, this, that, or other things. Uh, very consumer. I do read retail stuff because, again, I'm interested in the consumer. Number one, the first thing I want to consume every day is what's going on with the consumer because we live in the U.S. The U.S. is 68% consumer-driven. So I'm always trying to consume daily material to figure out is the consumer fearful or greedy, right? Where are they on this pendulum? Because if I can see that early, if I can see that first, I can tie other dominoes together. So my morning routine starts with CNBC. Usually like on any given day, there's probably three articles out of the top 20 that are um, consumer oriented. So that's where my day starts. How about you? So this is where I benefit from being a truck driver for several years. I am a book, a book addict, addicted to books, but I don't have the time to read. I was a single parent raising three kids, working full time. Uh, so I got into audiobooks. Mm. And, and back before Audible existed, I used to go to the library and I would literally check out a stack of Audible books that people at the library knew me by, you know, by face. And at some point when I decided to make finances important, I discovered YouTube University yeah. and audiobooks on finances. Uh, you know, Brandon Turner's book. And in 2018, you came out with one rental at a time. And I can't, <laughs> if it was a physical copy, it would have worn out by now. Uh-huh. Uh, but luckily, it's digital. So almost all my content comes in through listening because okay. why I still work a full time job. I self manage 16 units. I like to actually have a life. You know, I like to scuba dive and I like to do a bunch of, I go to the range whenever I can. But I have to shower, I have to work out, I have to laundry, all this time I can be listening. And so I listen to very smart people who understand concepts I don't want to learn. Mm. I don't want to take the time to learn what any of the acronyms mean that you started this topic with. But I know that in the morning you wake up, you go through what matters to an investor, and then you put together the morning brief, which is 7.30 every day of the week, except for Thursdays, it's 7 a.m., Mm-hmm. So I listen to that all the time. I've been doing that years, literally years now. Wow. And so one rental at a time is, is one of my biggest 
information sources as far as being an investor. And that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to mention it on my Bigger Pockets uh, interview is because you know, you've given so much to me. I wanted to make sure people found out about it. Um, so a lot of my content comes from YouTube content creators. Like, and I'm going to be really careful because one of the tactics that Meet Kevin on YouTube used to become very uh, large on YouTube mm -hmm. was picking content creators like Grant Cardone and then attacking him to the point where he got sued and he got restraining orders and that brought about the awareness to help him grow. So I don't want to attack anybody. But when I name the people I listen to, like Graham Stephan, mm -hmm. great content, great, except for the last year, anything that starts with reacting to, I know to skip that video. Mm. Because to be a successful investor, to keep the motivation up, to want to buy the next rental, to want to get the next long lease in place with a happy tenant, I need constant um, old school breakdowns. Like you mentioned recently, you did a video because Meet Kevin did, here's the steps to, and it was either financial freedom or to be a millionaire or something like that. And so I listen to Graham Stephan, Meet Kevin, I listen to everything he does, as long as it doesn't say, stimulus yeah uh, that got a little annoying <laughs> that got annoying. So I, I, I watched them but i cut out the things i didn't care about yeah um there is a youtube uh content creator that you should connect with i think uh chandler david smith he has a oh yeah a, it's called the cds rental calculator app which is ironic to me every time i see it because the name of my trucking school is cds commercial driver school so ah. it's like oh that's my app but it's not <laughs> um I use that app all the time. His YouTube content is great. It's it's kind of like mine. It's short clips that cover questions. Um, and he's kind of like me. He works still full time, but still invests. That's right. um, I once in a while, just because I, I think some part of my brain hates myself, I will turn on Dave Ramsey. Oh, um, I didn't expect that. But I just I can't handle more than a few minutes, and then with the stuff in the last year of all the drama going on behind the scenes with them, I thought I just toxic. I need to get as far away as possible yeah. um, because he gives some of the worst advice. It and so it's kind of like watching a train wreck, like <laughs> terrible, but I'm going to stare. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so who else? Uh, so after you read in the morning, mm -hmm. and I'm sorry, I'm turning it into my interview. No, it's fine. Well, who is the next person that you go to for content? So then, so so I, I consume by reading again, an hour to 75 minutes. So it'll, it, it will be in no specific order. I'm seeking consumer data, cost of capital, real estate, right? So I'll hit CNBC, Bloomberg, CNBC, meet alpha or seeking alpha, uh, the real deal, which is a very real estate oriented site. Um, I'm sure there's two or three, Fortune, Forbes, right? All the kind of mainstream. And again, what I'm looking for is I don't want left or right. If it's coming out saying they're bad, they're idiots, they're mean, they're stupid, I won't read that stuff, right? I don't allow that stuff to enter uh, my area. If it's, if, it's, if it's written for the edges, I'm not interested in, in listening to that. So I do consume a lot uh, by reading. What I feed through listening is... I call it charging the battery, right? So I happen to like Gary Vanderchuk, Gary V, he goes by, right? He's, he's, um, he's just, he is my age, right? So maybe it's that whole Gen X thing, uh, but he just kind of speaks the truth, doesn't care. Uh, you have to be able to tolerate swear words, which I know not everybody enjoys, uh, but he just lets them fly. And, and I can appreciate that. Uh, I do listen to Grant Cardone, um, probably about 20% of his videos. 
he's put out some stuff I really like, and then others I just skip. Uh, I don't listen to Graham Stephan anymore. He's um, he does great stuff. He, he feeds a certain audience. I'm just not it. Um, meet Kevin. Really, only if somebody else says, "Hey, what do you think of this?" They've just they've gotten away, right? I'm a real estate guy. I've been doing real estate stuff for three years. I don't care about stimulus. I don't care about starting a coffee brand. I don't care about all that other stuff. I'm just doing deals. That's why you see on my channel walkthroughs. I'll load another walkthrough video today. I'm just a real estate guy. Yes, you can do credit cards and oh, a $10 million unboxing of a credit card and all these other things. You get a Tesla for free. No interest in any of that stuff. So I think because it's such a regular part of my day, I need to mention one rental at a time. I'm talking to you. Very easy for me to remember that. Um, but meet Kevin Graham Stephan. I knew I wanted to talk about them because of the change in what they produce. Yeah. But the Bigger Pockets podcasts, there are some that don't really apply to me because of the person they're interviewing isn't really what I'm doing, but I'll still pick up one or two things. Sure. I can, I can listen to David Green talk. It's so weird. Working in law enforcement, it's very rare to meet an officer who can talk three sentences ahead of the words that are coming out of their mouth so they can have the tone and inflection right. He's just a presenter. Yeah. Um, and then Mindy Jensen on the Bigger Pockets Money podcast, uh, just the concepts that she has stored in her mind. Like I've, got, I've actually literally got a notebook of Mindy Jensen quotes. Oh, wow. Um, that I swear I'm not a stalker, but <laughs> she's just... And it just seems like so normal to her when she throws out a fact of something that I'm like, that completely changes how I'm going to handle my next lease thing. But it was just something she had in her head. Wow. So I'll listen to them. I do listen to Grant Cardone once in a while, but it's got to be his motivational speaks. Yes. Uh, Chris Crone, same thing. Chris oh, Crone has Chris, got yeah. this energy that just brings it, but he gets off in the weeds sometimes. So, I've, so if I find a, a video, like somebody says, here's a good one, then I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. I actually learned something from Grant Cardone in his uh, first or second, he was on Bigger Pockets twice. Okay. And it was, he's the only investor I've ever heard say this. I don't do this, but it made sense. Almost every investor I listen to talks about wanting to invest in a landlord friendly, friendly state. You don't want to invest in a blue state because of blah, blah, blah reasons. And red states are this way. And I, I like YouTube because I don't know if people realize this or not, but YouTube is a business. And if you are really far to the right or really far to the left, your video is demonetized. So content creators like me, Graham, Kevin, you, like all of us want to be in the middle because we don't want to be too far out to have that happen. But Grant said he really likes to invest in democratic cities because they limit growth. Ah. And when you limit the supply, you increase the appreciation because the demand keeps growing up. And I thought, I have all of these content creators I listen to. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Completely makes sense. Still yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> not today. <laughs> but, uh, but it was a great thing. So the more diverse we make the content intake, the more random little facts we're going to get that help us get that next deal done. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I will admit to seeking, because I'm a seeker of information. If people watch my daily financial news, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious I have an opinion where I think things are coming because I usually say it. This is where I think the dominoes are going, but I actively seek counter opinions because I want, I, it's something that, um, I forget, it's the big black book called Principles. Ray Dalio did. Ray Dalio, like chapter three or four talks about, you have an opinion, your job is to go seek people that are just as smart as you, but have the opposite opinion. So you can test yourself. So I definitely seek 
counter information. Um, like last year when people were talking about crash, I watched all of them because I'm like, what am I missing? What am I missing? What are they, what are, what are they tying together that my brain goes not effing going to happen? And, you know, you watch, I probably consumed 10 hours of crash videos until I finally felt like these people are idiots. They don't know what they're talking about because I was seeking it. I want to know why I'm wrong. Why am I so biased this way? What do I have wrong? And, you know, if you go seek that for, for 10 hours and it's probably, uh, I don't know, 50, 100 videos, um, you can really form an opinion. So I definitely like to challenge myself as much as I can. I really like how you talked about seeking out somebody who's smarter than you that has the opposite opinion. And this is something that I learned. So I was in the Marine Corps, was in law enforcement, I've been a parent. So all of that has leadership roles, right? But working at this truck driving school about 10 years ago, um, we just had an anniversary, so 10 years ago, new owners purchased the school and I had an idea to grow it. And I, I did, luckily some of my ideas worked out, some didn't, but I took it from six staff with one campus to over 60 staff with four campuses, grown the company so much, they've made me the company president and given me part of the company and part ownership. But when I first brought the ideas to him, I had never seen this before. And so I really owe, I'm gonna say his name, his name is Victor, he owns the company. I owe him a huge debt for doing this. Anytime I brought a, an idea to him, it didn't matter if he would agree with it or if he disagreed with it. He would research the devil's advocate counterpoints and then make me, like he would say, you wanna do this? Great, here's all the things that can go wrong. Prove to me that they're not gonna go wrong. Prove to me the risk is mitigated, prove to me. So anytime I thought I was gonna have an idea, I learned to devil's advocate myself. Yeah. Like literally sitting at a chess table, spin the table around, play the other side, spin it there again, play my side. And uh, when it comes to investing, that's helped me in so many ways figure out, figure out how to make my own decision when there are a lot of content creators who say, here's the crash, here's appreciation, here's um, electronic depreciation, which is a thing I didn't know existed until somebody was talking about it, you know, how. In 2000, a TV, a 40 inch yeah. TV was $2,000. Now a 40 inch TV is $200. TVs cost less to make, they cost less to buy, but everything else is appreciating. So unless you hear those concepts, you don't file it away to use when you're investing. And uh, so definitely when you're looking for content, I think I do the same thing. When I yeah. see something yeah. that is a counterpoint to what I want to believe or think to believe, I'll watch that video. Yeah. And then Meet Kevin's got me too, because he said, oh, here's the huge, huge crash. It was his thumbnail, 2021 <laughs> crash. And there's 15 minutes of him saying why there's no crash coming. <laughs> yeah, so, so somebody had to get clicks. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. Anyway, so YouTube is certainly a game. But yeah, I think, I think if you're going to go out there, again, as real estate people, you're playing in a people business, people are consumers. So study the consumer. If you can just watch the consumer and think, are they getting more scared or more greedy, less, whatever that is, whatever that scale is for you, you can make very wise business decisions, right? Consumers move in packs. They just do. So like right now we're in, we're in the late June of 2021. Consumers are going to get pretty greedy, right? They're going to go on a spending spree, revenge spending and trips and travel and they, you know, services are going to be needed and, you know, and then it won't, and then it'll come coming down in you know quarters ahead. So that's that's the big thing. And like you said, the other important thing is to challenge yourself. Don't become so one-sided that you don't realize that you could be wrong. That could be very painful. Right. Yeah. 
it's a law enforcement thing too. And I, I think I mentioned this in one of our very first videos is you can't make a decision and then seek evidence to support the conclusion. Right. You have to look at the evidence to formulate your opinion. Um, you can you have your opinion, but it has to be fluid. It has to change when you see facts that change. It's kind of like last year. I was watching everybody saying there's a pandemic, the world shut down, unemployment is this, don't buy properties, don't have, you know, tenants don't have to pay, nobody can be evicted. And then there was this one channel, this Mike somebody guy that was saying, <laughs> uh, interest rates are down. So even with prices going up, you're gonna be paying less every month. And I thought that's an interesting concept. And I looked and in November, I picked up a deal that's been my best purchase to date. So, so happy for you. Someday I'll have to send you a big fat check for that. Nah, no, it's okay. <laughs> no big deal. Well, buddy, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate these three videos. How can people find you? Um, right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom, and get a hold of me through Bigger Pockets too. I'd like to answer any question that comes my way. Very cool. Thanks, Dion.